five, four, three, two, one. Android's Mixed Martial Arts Podcast is back. Barry, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank God this is back. Yeah, UFC are going three weeks with no card on. Yeah. That's the first time in a very long time. Three weeks is a very long time. I know. I don't do them two weeks, but three weeks is a lot. No. Yeah, like, for instance, like, people probably obviously know us that we didn't put out our show last week, but, like, you can't just keep making up stuff every week, you know? Yeah, and the London car before the week, before that week before was dreadful anyway. Yeah. It was a car Nobody crash. Cared. It was a car crash for UFC as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brutal card altogether. <laughs> yeah, like the headliner for Doom losing. Yeah, they just none of the results went their way. So... Look, we're not going to put out content for the sake of putting out content. We always try and provide good content. So, I think the last time we actually had a proper MMA uh, podcast was uh, with King Cowley on it, wasn't it? King Cowley, yeah. Yeah. How good was to have him on there? That was that was, um, uh, that was brilliant. I had like, such a good time. He, has a, he had an absolutely great time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> actually did. He was he was loving it. He was saying that normally when like he goes into a studio, that like he's sitting on a wooden stool and it's very uncomfortable and it was like oh lovely couch very comfortable and really really enjoyed it and look unfortunately for him going over to London things didn't work out for the SPG lads uh, unfortunately True, yeah. uh, Hakeem lost and John Phillips lost but um, I must say I thought Hakeem was very unlucky he sort of got caught earlier and, and then ended up in uh, guillotine uh, and then to be honest I didn't think John Phillips put the best showing out there but yeah. at the end of the day Look, you win some, you lose some, isn't it? That's the way it goes, yeah. Yeah, so, look, so happy to have Keen on. And we're actually really looking forward to have more Mixed Martial Arts guests on. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, so, if you guys can think of anyone you like us having a show, how about on go onto their Instagram and, like, leave a comment on their post and, like, oh, I'd love to see you on the Energize podcast. Yeah, that, yeah, we'd actually appreciate that if you said, check out these lads, you, you, you two should collaborate. Because uh, when we actually brought Keen in, we had to make sure we got, like, a sound engineer in as well. So that's why, like, the, the whole th- the whole thing is a real, like... Yeah, so it's... I'm not going to say it's an ordeal, because that sounds like a negative thing, but, like, it takes a bit more prep work if we yeah. have someone on. So if you want us to have someone on, cool. You know, you want to go go on to, like, you know, James Gallagher or Artem Lobov or something like that, and, like, leave a comment being, like, you should go on the Energy podcast. Yeah. And then we'll get them on. Yeah. Yeah, because like if you want them on, we can get them on. But like, let us know you want them yeah. to get them on on their platform. Yeah, because yeah, I think like one message from us can get like missed with in their inbox. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. see the inbox. Yeah, yeah. Very energized though. Very energized. Yeah, but we're back, back in the tuxedos, back for a new show. Back. Yeah. Um. Look, I really like doing the mixed martial arts show as well. So I don't like letting it go. A few weeks and really see there's no martial, mixed martial arts really on this weekend either but we're going to do a show anyway and barry tell us what's on the on the show for today okay well first of all if you're new to the energized podcast welcome and if you're back for some more energized action welcome back okay uh on today's show we're just gonna go over this sort of MMA scene and then we're going to discuss the whole situation with Conor McGregor because realistically I think within this next few weeks there'll be a light on who he actually should be fighting yeah put it this way UFC 223 there's an interim or lightweight or there's some title on the line and Ireton's fighting on the cards so and McGregor's going to be there anyway yeah 
Uh, then uh, we're going to look over the lightweight situation and the welterweight situation. And then we're going to finish it off with some boxing news, including Mikey Collins' win, Katie Taylor's coming up soon, and Joshua versus Parker is on this Saturday. Are you ready? Yeah. So so let's kick it off with the champ champ. Yeah. The champ champ. So UFC 223 is not on this weekend. It's on the following weekend. Don't worry. Next week we'll break down the entire card. Yeah. However, there is one man that looms over the entire show. Conor McGregor, the champ champ, is going to be in attendance for UFC 223. Because he never misses an Arden fight. No, never, no. And Arden fight and Alex Caceres. First of all, Barry, do you think this was a move by the UFC to put Arden on this show? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I think it's a smart idea as well, because the, the, the weird thing about it was, after Arden's last fight, he actually was sort of like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this, I might move into boxing. So, knowing that Khabib is headlining this card against Tony Ferguson, the two guys that want Conor McGregor the most, and Arden was fighting on the card, they're just like, right, Conor McGregor... Will probably come. It'd be more mm. like why not going to go? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. And it'll be just interesting to see him there because he's going to be there probably the day before and the day of, and it'll be interesting to see does he have any interactions with uh, Tony Ferguson or yeah. with Khabib? Yeah, the thing is, this is also on in Brooklyn as well, so it's not as if they made a Vegas, so he had to go so far. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be I'll be very interested to see what happens with McGregor. So Barry. Scenario, Khabib or Ferguson wins, whoever, they win the belt or whatever. Does McGregor come into the cage and confront him as a showdown for the next fight? Oh, like... Um, because the perfect way to build the next fight is by having them face off in the in the octagon against each other. Yeah, well, it, it's definitely going to help either Khabib or Tony Ferguson. Now, like, I can't wait for next week's episode to actually go through this whole card and be like, who, who do you actually think is going to win it? But... I... What happens when McGregor arrives with his two belts? The champ champ. Yeah. Because like, you don't know what he can do. Yeah. Well, in fairness, he has them, so... Yeah. It'd be interesting to see, because... Realistically, we don't even know whether Conor McGregor's going to fight for the lightweight belt or not. He has a lot of different options. Like, obviously, you could just go and fight Nate Diaz, and you'll see be happy to do that. Do- or, or you could go fight George St. Pierre. Does, um... Like usually when the fighters are going in, they have like either champion or interim champion on their on their shorts. Yeah. Does Tony Ferguson go in with champion on his shorts? You know what I mean? Very good question. I'm gonna say no, just because he's never actually won the title. He won the interim title, if that makes sense. And the UFC didn't actually see what well, remember when Aldo was promoted to the champion? That sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, you were promoted. We just decided you were the champion. Yeah. Um Tony Ferguson has never been said to be promoted to the champion. Yeah, well, the thing is, they give him the, the fight kit like early, earlier on in the week. Mm. So his shorts and all that he picks are all going to be made by then. So Yeah, but I don't know if it said interim champion on, on, on some of the shorts. I think it's just gold shorts with his name on it. Yeah, but remember McGregor was saying ages ago that he got, like after he beat Chad Mendes, and he got sent out loads of gear and it said interim. And he goes, what the fuck's that interim I'm doing on my shorts? Get that off, all that shit. You remember that? Yeah, but there the probably has never been interim on anything ever since that then. Well, who knows? Yeah, but like... But that would yeah. be really interesting because if they have Ferguson champion on the shorts and then one of them misses weight, then the shit show that they've been putting off actually all like starts again. I didn't even think of the fight not happening because like, this is the fourth time it's been booked. Yeah. So, and Conor McGregor actually put out a tweet saying like, stay ready. 
You know what I mean? So, like, he's going to be in Brooklyn anyway. You know what I mean? So, like, who knows what's going to happen? I I don't know whether, like... See, he's so smart, McGregor. You never never know what he knows and what he doesn't know. Or whether he has the inside information to people's camps or not. Well, Keane said that he expects Conor to fight definitely once, if not twice this year. Um, Him fighting this year is definitely going to happen. But the thing is... In at UC two two three in Brooklyn, um, Artem's headlined the prelims. So then you have the the prelims. Then what's the second thing? The oh, is he fighting the five pass prelims? Five pass prelims. Then okay. the prelims. Then the main card. So okay. he's headlining the, the five, five pass, pass prelims. Yeah. So that's what I saw online. Unless like other fights, yeah, fall no, out, apparently, apparently it, it can't it can fluctuate. But at the moment, that's what he's doing. Yeah. So like. McGregor's going to be in the building from early on the night. Yeah, so that means he could like leave early. Same way he didn't yeah. bomb at Bellator. He yeah. was like, right, see us later. Yeah, he wasn't hanging around for the main event. He didn't give a rats. No. No, he didn't. No. He sort of gets to run the show wherever he goes as well, doesn't he? <laughs> Remember he arrived in Poland? Was it Poland? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gdansk. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, everyone like stopped watching the fight. Even the fighters nearly turned around. Yeah. It was like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. The roar from the crowd was so great and they were like, we haven't even punched each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what, so what are we saying is Conor okay Conor McGregor's probably like he's alright first of all let's go to the first question is Conor McGregor going to be there yes or no yeah yeah yeah. does he have an altercation with Khabib or Ferguson I'm going to say yes he's already had an altercation before with Khabib you know, at UFC 205 do you know what I can picture it now I can picture him while they're, they're about to start fighting he leaves oh yeah well I mean like this this guy like has it all like, he does everything against the book you know yeah I mean? he goes against the grain all yeah. the time that's a very interesting point. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave. Because the two of them might be like... It might put one of them off. Now, I don't think... Like, I think... Oh, I don't know. Is Khabib going to take down Ferguson like, in front of McGregor and start like, talking to McGregor he's beating up Ferguson? That's, yeah. that's what I think. I think Tony... Uh, sorry, Khabib is definitely going to get him down. And then, like... The, the last two times I've seen Khabib, uh, Khabib fight, it's been like... It's uh, just like nightmare stuff. Like he's too it's good. A, yeah, it's it's like one of those things. Like if they were, if like you robbed his house, like he'd hold it down and like punch the face so you're dead. Yeah, it's like a it's like a spider catching its prey and then spinning them around and spinning the fly around and with his web, and you're like stuck and then you're like just just can't move, numb. So come the Sunday after UFC two twenty three, yeah. do we know Conor McGregor's next fight? Yes or no? Um. If he's well, the thing is, if he's going to fight either Khabib or Ferguson, so the winner, if he's going to fight one of them, we'll know a boy then. Mm. And I don't think he's going to fight one of them. No, because the thing is, if you look at it this way, his belt is going to be the belt. One of them will win the belt, so therefore, one of them will be the new lightweight champion. So therefore, McGregor's not the champion of that division anymore, according to UFC. So he's like, right, I may as well go for the money fight then. It's actually not a bad assessment of it. I actually sort of maybe thought the other way initially before he said that that McGregor would then fight the winner at UFC two twenty seven and that would be like the biggest pay per view of the year. Yeah, but, yeah, um, that would be the biggest pay per view of the year. But like with him yeah, fighting but, anything, is yeah, I just, yeah, I just thought about it then. It's like he's already fought Nate Diaz twice. You probably fight him again, and like he's probably in better fighting shape than Nate Diaz is because like he fought Mayweather in between. Yeah, like Diaz hasn't fought since the last McGregor fight. So you could actually be in better fight, like fight Diaz basically as like quote unquote warm up match almost. Not yeah, that Diaz is yeah. a warm up match, but like he hasn't fought mixed martial arts in what two years nearly. Yeah. So like especially going, yeah, especially going into like the biggest fight of his career again. Like I know every fight almost is, mm. but 
Especially if he has to fight a Khabib, you know what I mean? Something like he's that grapple heavy. Yeah, because he'd also go in not the champion as well. Yeah. So it'd be totally like it's almost like not worth his while. Mm. Like he's already like mastered that. That's yeah. the thing, like once you like accomplish something, you're like right on to the next. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know George St. Pierre had to continuously defend his belt, but that's like back in the day, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's different. Different games. Different yeah, game, once yeah. you defend your belt like three times now, like they want to see you fight another champion. Yeah. Everyone wants to see you fight someone else. Yeah. yeah. But uh, throwing Mayweather into the mix. See the way Las Vegas are after opening up odds for Mayweather versus McGregor in fighting in an MMA. I don't know how this is still going on, man. Like, I mean, is this not just obviously not going to happen? No, it's just don't see it happening. Like Tyron Woodley's been like, I'll train, I'll train Mayweather. It's like, yeah. of course, I can get your name in the in one of those two. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Did you see the way you said he was like a 7 out of 10 in wrestling? Yeah. But 100 out of 10 out, uh, in boxing. Boxing. And he was like, my kicking's like a 4. It's like... It's like <laughs> For someone who has so much money, I'm just like he's he's very like not intelligent. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like my wrestling's a seven, my kicking's a four. I'm just like I just see like imagine Mayweather versus Barboza and Barboza just going in there and kicks his leg. Like he break his leg in the first kick. Yeah. Alright, so like I I actually wanted to put up a post on the page like like in the near future anyway, but I was gonna do it last week, but then I didn't want to change the whole rugby flow. But uh, the like Mayweather and McGregor, there's people that think this is actually gonna happen because like I think people not only think that it can happen, but they're they're like, right, if Mayweather keeps a boxing, he'll win. Jesus Like, Christ. that's what some people think. And that's why this is still being talked about. Oh, no, if looked, everyone was like, Yeah, but no. I, liked, I liked the idea of Joe Rogan and Brent Chab had that. It was like, Mayweather versus CM Punk. Yeah. I was just more so like, CM Punk, I'm sure, can do some sort of ga- grappling. Now, he didn't really show it against Mickey Gall, but I'm sure he beat me in a grappling match. Yeah, sort yeah. of thing, you know what I mean? As in, like, he's been doing it a while now. He must be half decent at it. And I'm like, sure, yeah. I know WWE is like, is, like, predetermined or whatever. And, like, the side he wins the match before the way to do it. But, like, you have to have some physical prowess to actually do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, therefore, like, I assume he's getting better each day. At it, you know what I mean? I'm sure he must be half decent at it. Yeah, well, the thing is now, he's fighting in uh, Chicago. A UFC 225. Yeah. Yeah, so. like Against who, though? I think it's going to be Mike Jackson. The fellow who says Norco fought in his first fight. Okay. He was like... An MMA journalist. <laughs> is that on the oh, main yeah, card? Oh, 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 yeah, but I'm just like, could they not just got like, maybe someone else from the WWE who was not in the WWE anymore to fight him just for the crack, I suppose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Batista. Oh, but he used to be too big. No, no he's he? massive. Uh, but yeah, no, well, I know what you mean. It's more so like, can we just have him fight someone else who was like a celebrity almost? Because really see whoever he's fight, the winner of CM Punk versus whoever is probably not going to be good enough unless they get in there and absolutely smash Punk. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to make it a fair fight, the person CM Punk's going to be fighting isn't good enough to be in the UFC either. True, yeah. So, like, I don't really overly have a lot of... Is that, is that on the main card as well? I imagine, yeah, I'd say so, because, like, well, we can see you use Punk to sell say, pay-per-view. Yeah, that's so the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be, like, the second fight of the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I'd say that's a perfect strategy if you think about it because if you put in the first point of the pay-per-view people might buy the pay-per-view well actually if they bought the pay-per-view it doesn't matter then but I was going to say they turned yeah. off but like if the season the second fight people might like, be like last minute be like alright we'll buy the pay-per-view after the first fight's happened you know what I mean of the pay-per-view oh, so does that make sense as in like the first fight the pay-per-view might happen and be like oh Punk has a fight yeah we'll buy the pay-per-view you know what I mean oh okay yeah, yeah. I thought I, yeah, but I, yeah you see you know, that makes more sense because I think they're going to try and get like a new up and comer again maybe Sean O'Malley if he's like okay to be the the first fight on the yeah. card 
and then the next fight be CM Punk so people probably see Sean O'Malley and be like oh he's pretty cool I like him and follow his journey as well yeah that that could work right so let, let's mark them off right Mayweather McGregor is just not going to happen no it's like, it, it just doesn't make sense okay there's definitely no chance of Mayweather I'm oh, sorry McGregor and CM Punk anyway <laughs> right it's had a lot of pay-per-views yeah. but yeah so Khabib versus Tony Ferguson are two options and then you always have the Nate Diaz thing because that's never going to go away yeah and then George St. Pierre yeah so there's the same four fights we sort of always come down to, isn't it? Yeah. Like, unless someone comes very left field, there are the fights we're up now. What happens if, in the next two weeks, Khabib or Tony Ferguson pulls out? Could you see Nate Diaz jumping in there? I'd almost see McGregor jump in if, if Khabib pulls out. But don't see McGregor jumping in if <laughs> Ferguson pulls yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no one should ever fight Khabib on short notice. Ever. No, no. Like... If you say yes to that, like, you need to be taking psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Is there... There's talk of a new weight division as well, like 165 pounds. It's 165 pounds. You can see, like, a whole lot of action going on there. I think the money fight will be 165 pounds belt Conor McGregor versus George St. Pierre. Yeah, that will work out, but they'd have to get rid of the welterweight division and like bump that up to 175 pounds. Because you can't have a 165 pound and a 170 pound champ. Yeah, but I was only thinking there the other day, it goes like... 135, 145, 155, 170. And yeah. that's like a massive difference. Yeah. Like full stone. Yeah. And wait. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think you should go 165, 175, 185. Yeah. I wouldn't even be against a 195 pound division. No. If they had the people there. Yeah, yeah. and I, in fairness, the, although there's a lot of talent at 185 and there's next to no talent at 205. Yeah. But like, realistically, you put another belt on someone, you have another champion and then you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Get rid of all the interim titles. And yeah. also, people can, like, fluctuate. They can go up to, like, 65. Yeah, and, and then, then you, create more, like, you create more, quote-unquote, super fights. Yeah. If someone's can fight at 65, 75. And you probably get someone to become the triple champ who could be, like, the 65, 75, and 85-pound champion. Yeah. And then that person becomes even more marketable yeah. as well. That, that's what I'd rather, because then um, you just get more of the fights that you really want yeah. as well. And then they could probably cut down on the shows and... Mm. Uh, make the shows better as well or the, yeah but it, they could also like do more title fights on a pay-per-view if, if they had another two champions because yeah. then they have four female champions and then they almost have like what you have 125 135 145 155 165 175 185 195 205 and then heavyweight you'd have 10 men champions 14 champions you know what I mean yeah and like if all the champions fight twice a year that's 28 title fights across the year Across 12 pay-per-views. I mean, every pay-per-view will have two to three title fights on. There you go. I hate the way they, they do, like, fights, like, three weeks in a row. And then there's, like, three weeks off. Yeah. It should almost be, like, every second week. Yeah, but, like, sometimes you might get two fights, in, or two fight nights in a week as well. Not as much as you use now, but sometimes you do. Yeah. Well, the next one is so... I mean, like, so what are we thinking anyway? McGregor's next fight. McGregor's next fight. I think he's going to be the winner versus Khabib Ferguson. I just don't think he's afraid anymore. I think he's just like, that's what he's going to do. Do you know what? If he takes that, it's obviously because the George fight won't happen. Yeah. No, you know I mean? agree with that, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think, you th- I, I think McGregor fully believes he's going to be able to beat Khabib or Ferguson. It doesn't matter who wins. Yeah. I, I just like the way in the next two weeks after that event, we, we'll like, like, things will be more obvious mm. of what's going to happen. I'm also to see like I would I would also be interested to see what Tony Ferguson would say for himself if Khabib like beats him. 
Like what? As in like just he's just talks so much shy Tony Ferguson. Yeah. And when I say shy, I mean like I'm not arsed listening to what he has to say, shy, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'd like to see what he'd say like he hasn't lost in such a long time, I'd be interested just to like see how he handles the defeat. Yeah. Well like he uh Khabib's unbe- undefeated. No, that's true. But I can see if Khabib loses he'd be like ah bad way cool. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose the doesn't really have, like, he never had an excuse. So, yeah, so. I, 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 it's just, thank God, we'll know now in a couple of weeks. Like, yeah. like, that, like that's why like, I'm happy we're touching on it now because, like, do you know what they could even do? Like, GSP could even go to the event as well and he could come out with McGregor as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you never know, really, because things are being quiet. But, like, like, I don't really see, like, what? The GSP and McGregor face off in the octagon at UFC 223. I don't see that happen. No, but I mean, no, but I mean, oh, maybe, they have any interaction backstage or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe the night before at the press conference or something. Maybe because they haven't done the the, the big summer blowout. The big of. summer blowout, yeah. And things have been very quiet on his, on McGregor's social media front as well. You know what I mean? Which is always like an odd thing. Yeah, yeah. He's not been sort of posting, and the posts he has been posting have been like old posts as well. Yeah, They're not current. Interesting. He must be. He must be doing a lot of training. Hey, that must be what it is. He's coming up with something good. Like, and no matter what it's going to be, it's going to be something good anyway. So we might as well look at the rest of the lightweight division. We'll look at the rest of it, yeah? Yeah, so obviously you have Khabib versus first and then uh, two weeks' time. Yeah. Um, obviously the winner of that will be the new champ or the interim champ or they'll have some sort of belt anyway. The winner yeah. of that fight will have a belt. Yeah. Whatever belt it will be. Um, then the following week... After that, you have Poirier versus Gaethje. Yeah. Um, like, if McGregor's not coming back, that could be a number one contender fight. Is that what you think it is, yeah? Well, Gaethje's well, coming off a loss. Poirier's coming off a win, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Um, He's coming off a win off Pettis. Yeah. Poor, like, if Poirier wins and Ferguson wins, maybe. If Poirier wins and Khabib wins, I don't see, like, to be like, oh, Khabib, Poirier. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it sort of depends on the style of the fight, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah the thing is... Where does Khabib? Oh, you see, obviously, you can't look too far into the future. But I mean, no, you're right. Like Poirier Khabib doesn't sound like it's selling any tickets unless it's no. in Russia. And then the following week after that, you have UFC Atlantic City, and it's headlined by the people who lost to the headline of UFC two twenty three. Yeah, you have Barboza who lost to Khabib, and then you have uh, Kevin Lee who lost to Tommy Ferguson. So it's like it's almost like the bronze medal. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then. You'd like you'd like to see like Kevin Ferguson. Uh, they, uh, I like both their styles. Barbosa yeah. obviously very very good. Him against Tony Ferguson would be good. Um, Kevin Lee. I don't know. Like you, you, matching anyone up against Khabib, you're like, oh, here you feel. Yeah, bad Kevin Lee's like, always calling out Tony Ferguson. How good would it be if like Khabib was like one of your best? Oh, mates? sorry, Kevin Lee's always calling out Khabib. How, how good would it be? <laughs> Kevin Lee, yeah, 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 yeah. But how good would it be if Khabib was one of your best mates, and then like any time like someone just went after you, he was your bodyguard, and he oh, just, like, just picked him up and ran away with him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's Khabib's just an absolute monster, and like I can't believe he took Barbosa apart so easily. Yeah, like Barbosa bought ranking four in the world. Yeah, and Khabib did what he wanted him. Yeah, but he made such a gap. Yeah, in, the, in like from like the top three to like the rest. fourth, is, fourth yeah. is like the relegation almost. Yeah, and. Uh, especially when someone like Frankie Yeager was talking about like how him and Andy Alvarez who were like very good wrestlers struggled to take Barbosa down like we just grabbed him and that was it yeah it was game over it was yeah it was man versus boy 
And then Eddie Alvarez is floating around as well. Like, who knows what he's going to do. And so is Nate Diaz floating around. I'd love to see those two fight. So would I. Just because, like, number one, the two of them would, like, stand there and, like, like go toe-to-toe. Yeah. And, like, it would be an absolute great fight. And number two is, like, you know what I mean? Why not make that the common main event of a very good uh, pay-per-view? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, Nate Diaz deserves pay-per-view points. No, definitely, definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely like to see that especially yeah. like, coming off um, what's it called um, Eddie Alvarez's last win against Gagey where it was uh, the undisputed king of violence king yeah the what, is that what it's called yeah most violent most violent man in yeah. the UFC or whatever 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 title something about violence anyway yeah. that was that was extreme that fight yeah. so like that against Nate Diaz would be would be good yeah Um. obviously they'll go toe to toe and then uh, Nate Diaz like there's so much like What's that? What's that? Scar tissue. Yeah, so much scar tissue that there would they're be probably no... bleeding everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And they, but if, if people saw that with mm. an ATS fight again, they're like, they, that, that's what it will bring more people to yeah. watch them, even more fights with them. And then not only that, but at UFC two twenty three, you also have uh, Michael Chiesa fighting Anthony Pettis, and like Pettis came out and was like, "Here, look, I'm not here to be a gatekeeper." Yeah, and like his back's up against the wall here. You know what I mean? Like another loss, he could be in Bellator. Like, I'm not, not even joking, yeah. like, it's, uh, it looks that way. So, Anthony Pettis, if he's not motivated for, like, this fight, which, in my opinion, I've looked at Anthony Pettis, I'm, like, not that motivated. I mean, I'm just, like, if he can't get the win here, well, then, like, he, he's done. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, I, I, I think Kies will take him down. Yeah, I think Kies is very good. And especially considering, like, he basically, like, tapped out to, like, a rib injury against Poirier. I mean, it's more so, no offence, but... You should be tough and be able to toughen out a rib injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know rib. I'm sure it's like very, very painful. But if you're gonna fight with adrenaline, I think it was either late second or somewhere in the third round. But I, you I, should be able to do something. Yeah, but I think he's like he was obviously the champ before. I I think even before McGregor came into the UFC, yeah, wasn't he? Wheaties boy. Yeah, yeah, on the Wheaties box. I think like. Don't why people say once you become like a champion, then like you're not getting up at six a.m. in the morning. I think he was the Still definition cheats. of that. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, like he was, he was probably like the most handsome man in the UFC. So therefore, he was on yeah. the Wheaties box, had everything going from. Yeah, he had beautiful soil, all the flashy kicks. Yeah, and, like Dana White was like, "Oh, this is like the lightweight Anderson Silva." Yeah, and then all of a sudden, this new wave came in and just. Yeah, he he, 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 he just like gone down Rafael dos Anjos, and like that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I, I, I can't see people coming back. Like You can't go... I, 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 you know what it is? I don't think it's that you can't see, see him come back. It's the fact that, like, Rafael DeSantis exposed him. If you put a lot of pressure on him, back him up against the cage, yeah. he doesn't like it. Yeah, and once you get found out... Yeah, and once you get found out, it's very hard to be unfound out. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, yeah, It yeah. is, like, yeah. it's very hard to... Especially against these guys who don't care mm. about getting hit in the face. Yeah, like, you know I can't wait to see, like, someone like Nganu fight next, because, like, Miocic, like, found out he's not a very good grappler. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if he fights another grappler, you know... Well, he was calling out Brock Lesnar, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Well, Brock Lesnar would just take him down, then. Yeah, like, I'd fight Brock Lesnar in that fight. It's a bit like, like, if I was Curtis Blades, I'd be like, I'll fight Nganu next. I know they already fought, but I'd be like, I want the Nganu fight again, because, yeah. realistically... That's like he win that fight within like thirty seconds. As in, when I say we win that fight within thirty seconds, in the first ten seconds of the first round, he take him down. The first ten seconds of the second round, he take him down. The first ten seconds of the third round, he take him down. Yeah, and, he's and the fight be over. You know what I mean? And he'll like. I don't think he he, he sells that many pay per view points, uh, pay per views, but 
He's still like a draw to the UFC is as this? well. Uh, Ngannou. Ngannou, so, yeah, yeah. Like, like people want to people want to see him like knock some head yeah. straight off. Yeah, yeah. And he's got that one punch. And then like you have other people like Evan Dunham's on a, a bit of a streak. Uh, he's fighting on that UFC two twenty three card, but like really, he's never going to be champion. But like he's he's there. And then James Vick looks very good as of late. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see in that lightweight division who's fighting who. And um, maybe even Eddie Alvarez could fight James Vick if there's no other fight. If the Diaz fight isn't available, okay. they're the only other two I think top ten lightweights who are available. I can see Vick definitely taking that, but I don't see Eddie Alvarez taking that. That almost seems like a step down. Yeah, no, no, probably is, and also it's probably a very dangerous fight for very little reward. Like, yeah, very little. As reward. in, like he goes in there, beats James Vick. It's like you're number two guy, you beat number ten guy. Big deal, as opposed to. He loses James Vick and it's like Eddie Alvarez just got like scalped by you know James Vick I think Eddie Alvarez would do well against Khabib do you think so? yeah because like he, he, he can hit and he knows how to wrestle I don't think he's as good a wrestler uh, like he's definitely a better wrestler than Barbosa I think like obviously Khabib trumps yeah, him yeah actually now, now that you say that I don't think Khabib it's, has it's ever a- fought someone who actually is a good wrestler you know what I mean like yeah Barbosa quite hard to take down but I'll be interested to see if someone tries to take Khabib down. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, jeez, yeah. Never, I was just sort of like... Because remember he got hit against uh, John, it was Michael Johnson? Yeah. And then he, like, he sort of wobbled and it was sort of like, well, the, he is beatable then. Mm. You know what Although I mean? then again, like, he's Barbosa, not like, he's hit, not like him, Barbosa hit him with like a spin kick to the head and like he was like, grand. All right. Yeah, so like... You know what I mean? <laughs> it, 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 I know what you mean. It's, it's one of those things where... But, you know what it is? I think if someone's going to be Khabib, like McGregor's almost the perfect person to do it. Just because in the first two minutes of the fight, Khabib doesn't look as like comfortable at getting that takedown. And the first two yeah. minutes of the fight is the most dangerous time to fight Conor McGregor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if Conor McGregor lights him up, he's going to light him up. And Khabib goes to the ground, McGregor's going to like stop, let him back up, and then light him up again. You know what I mean? Like he didn't go to the ground with Diaz second time around. He didn't go to the ground with uh, Eddie Alvarez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who, who were the top three most feared fighters in the UFC at the moment at the moment definitely could be number one Chris Cyborg okay and Darren Till no I'd almost say like I feel like Yo Romero's up there I feel like no one's like yay Yo Romero <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. as in like he's never been finished he hits like a truck and like Rue Rockhold was like saying like kicking him was like kicking steel. Yeah, say what's up. Okay, so, Barris Hoiberg just out of the main top three. So you have Romero, you have uh, Khabib. Most fear. See, it was so funny because Ngani was like number one yeah, and then like yeah. he lost. It's like, yeah. last round, you beat him. Yeah. Um, so even if John Jones was there, he's not yeah. really like feared. Yeah, so he's, he's, like, he's like, you're probably going to lose him. But, like he's not going to like yeah. permanently damage it. Yeah. Um, I think who else is like sort of. I almost feel like maybe Brian Ortega in terms of the fact that like, as soon as he grabs a hold of you, like you know what I mean, he's, he's gonna like get you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. terms of like, in terms of like actually intimidation factor, that's totally different. But in terms of like, who people are like, oh bollocks! As soon as they get involved yeah. in something, he's up there. Yeah, like it would have been like even Jose mm-hmm. Aldo. I remember Jose yeah. Aldo before he fought McGregor. Like I was like, I don't know how McGregor's gonna fight this yeah. guy. This guy is, this guy can kick. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. His toy boxing was like off the rails. Good. Yeah. 
It's a bit. It's a bit like if you're not overly proficient in grappling yourself, and then Damian Moy like takes Davis like, oh here, look, game over. Yeah, you know Anaconda. Mean? Yeah, I think that sort of covers the lightweight division, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's a, it's just like really, really talently stacked at the moment, and I'm very interested to see who's going to come out on top. Okay. Because like I feel between here and where we're going to go next, welterweight, it's almost like an unwritten tournament, if you know what I mean, or is, yeah. or like a ladder, if you know what I mean. But like there are some like weirdness to the ladder, as in like Poirier is now fighting Gage and Alvarez doesn't have a fight, and I feel like the winner of that will almost like go ahead of Alvarez just because they fought more recently. More recently, yeah. That's why it works, isn't it? I think we should look mm. at the welterweight division as well because this is getting a, like a lot, way more eyeballs, and not due to Tyron Woodley being a champion, due to Darren Till now supposedly going to fight Wonderboy. Yeah, which is uh, headline Liverpool. Yeah, that sure makes me like tempted to go with that now. Yeah, did you see um, Paddy Pimlet? Yeah, he was said, like a don't fight in UFC Liverpool. Yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. No, I don't get that. But apparently, Cage Warriors offered him more money to stay with them. But I was more like. In the long run, when you not get more sponsors, like obviously you can wear sponsors in Cage Warriors, or whatever, but we not get way more sponsors in DOC. Yeah, I was thinking on the same. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's ready because I know he won his last fight, but the fight before that, remember he mm-hmm. lost the belt to someone who was also, in the Ultimate Fighter or something. I'm not. Oh no, no, he beat your man J, whatever his name is, Juicy J. Oh or, yeah, and yeah. Then, he, then he got sick in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he lost someone else because remember he fought him in like the BT Sports fucking studio, studio, yeah, yeah. which was bizarre. And then... Well, each year, like, I mean, yeah. it's up to him where he wants to do his business. Yeah, so, like, maybe, maybe he doesn't feel he's ready, and maybe it is the best move for him to stay with Cage Warriors. You know he but, could be, yeah, but he could also be in talks with Bellator, maybe, and then playing one against the other. Potentially so. Yeah. You just said UFC didn't offer him what he's worth. And then again, maybe he's right in one way that he probably could be in co-main event or whatever, and if he's co-main event, maybe he wasn't getting co-main event money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... And especially if he goes there and then they're like, oh, wow, this guy's bleeding superstar as well. And he gets paid like 12 grand to show and 12 grand to, you know, to win when like really see like half the arena is there to see him. You know what I mean? He was also saying like, oh, it's like Darren show. So like just leave with Darren. But yeah. I, I didn't overly really agree with that sort of I don't think logic Dar- to it. Yeah, but I don't think Darren Till is definitely like a bigger name. In Liverpool. Pimble, in, in Liverpool, yeah. Cause no, I wouldn't like, say so either. Because he moved away to Brazil and stuff, whereas yeah. like, Paddy Pimler had the whole show rocketed yeah, like, last it's, few times. It's, it's almost like he, the uh, Cage Warriors would only let him fight in Liverpool. Yeah. They won't let him fight anywhere else. But also, I feel like his last being, like, what was a flying armbar, I think it was, or flying triangle, I think it was flying armbar. It's really like, that's sort of almost a Hail Mary move to throw. So it's it's not like landing a perfect punch. I almost feel like, as much as it's a very skillful move to pull off, I feel like there's a bit of luck and there's also a bit of what was your opponent doing to let you yeah. do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, uh, I think like if the UFC know that if they got Paddy Pimlet in, they'd definitely sell it out. Yeah. Well, you know they, I mean? They'd also probably put on a worse card then. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? They put on those two. Once they had those two, it didn't matter who else on the card. Yeah. I hate the way they do that yeah. as well. Like even looking at the London card, um, they probably, they didn't get, I don't think the UFC got what they really wanted because mm. as we've seen before with the fights on in Dublin, um, if the fighter, like for instance, when J- if James Gallagher is not like headliner, or if Conor McGregor's not headliner, or if Paddy Hoolan's not headliner, it's a different vibe because remember when Bellator was on, King Mo was fighting um, Ishihara, Ishihara, yeah, as the main event, and people like left. Yeah. James Gallagher was just after winning. Like you sort of need the buzz, the atmosphere, of like having like a, a local 
Yeah. Fighting. And maybe a few more locals fighting. Yeah. I remember Jimmy Manor was announced very early on UFC London. They were like, see the headliner? Is he not the headliner? Is he going to be the headliner? And it was like, oh, he's going to be the co-main event. And then I was like, and then he's fighting against Jan Blackwich. And it ended up being a brilliant fight. But... Uh, Dana White has this famous page that he used to go, oh, don't judge the UFC fight card until it's after after it's happened or whatever. But it's really like, of course you judge it before it's going to happen because that's when you put your money down. For, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course you judge it before it's happened. You, you don't like go to fights hoping they're going to, like, hoping that the people you don't know are going to put on a performance. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't really, I don't really like watching the fights when I don't really know either of the fighters. So I'm sort of like, I don't really have a preference and then and then if it goes to like decision you're just like mm. oh here like and especially if it's on in the US as well because like that's like when I fall asleep when it's like you know two unranked bantamweights fighting each other in like the third last fight therefore I'm just like oh here look I'm not overly invested in the main event either but like that's just it yeah but how good how good is that Liverpool car going to be if it's just basically Till carrying a Wonderboy because that that looks like what they're trying to do well I think I think the only thing with it with the Liverpool card is there probably enough talent in the UK that it will look decent because like Manon will probably fight in that card again yeah because uh, he, he didn't get knocked out so therefore like he, he's like he probably be cleared to fight uh, Leon Edwards will probably fight in the card Danny Roberts will probably fight in the card I know they're not like absolute household names but they're like good enough that like people will be like oh brilliant and then because Darren Till is quite a big star other European fighters might actually try and get on the card like you might get a Gunnar Nelson on the card just because they know there's going to be a lot of attention on the UFC that night, so therefore, they might try and get in the car with them. Yeah. Oh, what, do you, what do you think of that fight? That's a lot for Darren Hill to uh, chew off, isn't it? I almost think it's a bit too much too soon for him, to be when, honest. When did this happen before? This happened before recently, where someone all of a sudden got a big, huge push, and then, was it Sage? No? I, I wouldn't say Sage, because like, I feel like someone else... Was, oh, it was oh, Cody yeah. Garbrandt, wasn't it? No. I know who it was. It was Year Rodriguez. Ended up getting Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar. And, and like, then it was just yeah, too much. Yeah, it was too much for him. Too much too soon. Like, that, like Wonderboy Thompson is the best striker possibly in the UFC, bar none. Yeah. Went went to the decision twice with Ty- Tyron Woodley. Yeah. I think UFC must, must be thinking if, like, Till goes in there and stops him. You know what I mean? He's in the, the next big thing. But then again, they're also doing this thing... Uh, reportedly at UFC 224 where they do Colby Covenant versus RDA for an interim title and if they do that well then if Till beats Wonderboy he won't fight Woodley next you know what I mean and I, I thought the whole idea of like Till Woodley or Till Wonderboy is if Till wins he fights Woodley next yeah but that's what I'm saying if UFC 224 there's an interim champ yeah like the interim champ's clearly going to have to fight Woodley next you know what I mean but then Till if Till goes and finishes Wonderboy, he doesn't fight Woody next. You know what I mean, he, what he waits for the winner of those who'd fight. You know what I mean? The, the, the welterweight division is too like crammed with yeah, no like, is, clear yeah. picture. Because Woodley's not fighting at the moment because he's injured. There's no clear picture. That, that like I don't I don't not like the fact that like Till could win against Wonderboy and then all of a sudden he's fighting for the title. Now yeah. I think that's very fast, but I mean, so be it. Yeah, but like if you be Wonderboy, like where else can you go? You know what I mean? I know, the, yeah. Uh, like, he has to fight for the title. I know. But, like, I, I, I sort of, like, this is the way I look at the Welterweight Division, right? You have Woodley, who's the champ, right? Yeah. But, like, I would I would rank the winner of Till Wonderboy higher than the winner of RDA versus Covington. Yeah, Till, yeah. And for me... Definitely, yeah. There's a lot of hype, like, I don't want to say hype because, like, he's done brilliant, but 
a lot of people are like saying like RDA is the best welterweight in the world and they think he's going to be um, Covington or Woodley, be Woodley. Yeah. and I'm sitting there looking at going hold on I don't know what these people are smoking because like what I saw is RDA beat up a Robbie Lawler who didn't look like he wanted to be there and didn't put up much of a fight and it wasn't a Robbie Lawler who we saw fight uh, against Carlos Conda or against Roy McDonald Roy McDonald because yeah. like at a certain stage RDA had him up against Cage and he was teeing off him and Lawler didn't fire back No, and Lawler always fought her, fires back yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean yeah, he's bit, he doesn't look the same anymore and then what you meet Neil Magny like he took him down and like outgrappled him but like Damian Moya did the exact same to Neil Magny like Neil Magny like clearly is not as proficient at Jiu Jitsu as some other fighters I'm sitting there going hold on are you trying to tell me like he's going to like where is he going to beat Woodley that's why I look I, I look at Woodley I go on the feet I go Woody's got such explosive power. He's going to be able to like get in, that's, like, just smash RDA. Yeah, okay, and then I, that's going to be the it's going to be the yeah. Lawler part too. Yeah, and then I also look at it and go, like RDA's not going to be able to take him down. No, like no one can take down Tyron Woodley in that division. You know what I mean? I'm just like, nah. Unless like maybe the only person we could see taking Woody down is maybe uh, Usman because yeah. he's a very good wrestler. But like his style is very nice, and he's fighting Ponzinibbio in Chile. And the way I look at the division is like, you have Woodley. Then the next best person is the winner of Wonder Boy versus Till. Then yeah. the next best person is probably the winner of RDA versus Covington. Uh, Covington. And then, like, somewhere in there, the next four is the loser of those two fights, Usman and Ponzinibbio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Ponzinibbio and Usman are definitely at the bottom. Yeah. I think if Usman had been more impressed with his last win, yeah. then he would have been further up. But just name recognition and, like, how... Dana White was actually just annoyed how he won. Yeah, that's yeah. he's nowhere near the top. Like yeah, and plus he beat like Emil Meek and he beat Sergio Morales. Like no one's as high on Usman as me. You know I love Usman, but yeah. it's more so like Nigerian he, nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In fairness, everyone he's another person who's actually quite feared. As in, like no one will take the fight against him. Yeah, but I look at it. And yeah, go, but there's nothing worse than taking a fight against someone who is very dangerous and yeah. very unknown. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. It's Cowboy Tail. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Cowboy yeah, Tail. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting there going, yeah. And where's Cowboy Ke- Ke- Blow all then then? Yeah. Because okay, yeah. like Jorge Masvidal, what's called, like, would be in that mix. But he lost to um, Wonderboy <laughs> at UFC 217. We're at it. And then... Where are we? And then, like, he's in the mix as well. But because he lost the last one. And then Lawler's in there. So, like, I feel like Masvidal and Lawler should probably fight. It's yeah. like, just for one of them to become relevant again. Yeah. Um, no, so the welterweight division is very stacked as well. Like, the thing is... I don't know who the next best fighter is bar Tyron Woodley if that makes sense Yeah. if I had to put my money on someone if, if you match all of them up against each other I'd say Wonderboy would beat Till I'd say Wonderboy would beat Lawler I would say Wonderboy would beat Covington I'd say I don't like Wonderboy versus Usman he's the only person I don't think Wonderboy would beat yeah because he wouldn't be that great in the ground yeah but um, if you're looking at it now right so we're just sort of going to like forget about everything below RDA versus Covington so it's RDA Covington till Wonderboy and then uh, uh, Woodley. Woodley's just injured yeah. so there's two fights going on there right so Wonderboy versus Till is going to be on in Liverpool well like that's yeah. what they want or else or it's, 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 it's like report, it's reported everywhere like that's yeah. that's the fight yeah uh, I think like Wonderboy originally didn't want the fight and he was sort of injured but now they're probably throwing a load of money at him mm. and also it's like it's. I think it's going to be like it's going to be like a Liverpool cauldron going yeah. there. So it's like really not the greatest idea in the world to go do that. But I mean, you know what else is weird though? 
Warner Boy's like the noise guy. Yeah. As opposed to like normally you should tell like it's almost like you should send Covington to Liverpool. Definitely. Because yeah. like he would have been like fuck Liverpool. You would have man, <laughs> man noise jersey out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the, that, that would have been grand. Yeah. But I'm just more so like is Wonderboy just going to be like really smiley with him and I don't know why he's going to do friendly with Till. I don't know why he's going to, well in fairness Till's not like a very noise well not, not that he's not a noise person but like when you're fighting him he's not going to be noisy. Yeah. yeah. Oh no he's yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's got elbow, fuck, loads fuck of elbows you, yeah. and stuff, especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, even outside of that, but Wonderboy is obviously not going to be one hundred percent for this fight. Whereas Till looks like he's right, like he's ready yeah. to bull dying to go. He's also bigger, whereas Wonderboy is quite slim. So, I think I think like this is sort of set up for Till to win because everything's going his well, way. Where is he beating them? I don't know maybe in the clinch. Rather than I actually, actually think that like, that's probably is the best fast yeah. to win. Yeah, because obviously the distance, like you can do all the spinning kicks and all. And then Till's obviously, uh, like he'll be a bit heavier, so I say he'll be slower. Whereas Wonderboy looks like he glides. Yeah. He's sort of like a Tekken character. Maybe maybe if um, Till goes for like a knockout in the first round and goes all in in the first round, that could really favour him because Wonderboy looks like he's going to try and fight for points and try and like out technique him for five rounds. Yeah. And think about it as well. When even when he was held in the ground against Woodley, he still didn't. He didn't like. He didn't give break, up. Yeah. He didn't give up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was getting smashed yeah. as well. But that that could almost if he if he beat Till in Liverpool, that could put him against Woodley for the title again. See, so that's where that's where I think the problem lies. Yeah. But don't think you get that. Well, there is, yeah, if, but if you beat, if, say well, if he knocked him out, I I I think if he knocks him out, I think that's Woodley's problem, or that's uh, Wonderboy's problem. If he knocks him out. I don't see that happening either. Just say, just say for instance, he does. Yeah. Woody's gonna fight the winner of Covington or the A then. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, like no one, like no one's gonna put money down for pay for you to see Wonderboy three. I agree with that. Yeah. So like yeah, but I'm I'm like who does Wonderboy even fight next then? You know what I mean? Maybe as you say, maybe like if Usman gets a good win. It, be, but, yeah, but like, yeah, but that's that's like Wonderboy again fighting someone for like for nothing. As in like they're fighting him and he's just like. It's it's almost yep. like he's defending the number one contender status. Yeah, but you know may, I mean? yeah, but maybe then he can fight in his hometown, um, for the interim title, if something like that pops up, maybe. Yeah, but the interim title is already gone in the Brazil card. Yeah, you might you could move up. Although that's too. I know. I see the thing is, I, I love the way we can go on. Who could he? Who could he? Who could he? Like five fights later, but like you can only really go like after this current fight. Who could they could possibly match up? Yeah, but that's what I mean. If 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 one boy wins, who's he get next? Like, there's well, no one really else there for him to fight. Well, what happens when Ordia and Covington fight? The, yeah, but the winner of that is going to be... If that's for an interim title, the winner's going to fight Woodley. Yeah, and then that'll probably be Ordia who wins. And then Covington against Wonderboy be like the good boy against the, ga- the bad guy. And then if Wonderboy beats Covington the bad guy, everyone be like, he deserves the title next. And that could be against Ordia. Yeah, yeah, but I think if Ordia smashes Covington, they're not going to be like, right, you can fight Wonderboy if you would just beat Hill. You know what I mean? Because he would lost, they'll probably be like, you're gonna have to fight someone else. In fairness, <laughs> that the thing about the Welsh they fight Nate Diaz. Everyone can fight Nate Diaz. I just think the thing about the Welsh division is actually so stacked at the moment that, like, I'm just looking forward to seeing, like, in three weeks' span, see where the fights are gonna play out. Yeah. Well, that's what makes this yeah. whole show that we're doing now so yeah. good because there's so many. It's just yeah. up in the air. Yeah, and, like, on the Gaethje versus. Um, Poirier fight night the co-main event is Conda versus Brown and not that either of them are in title contention but like that could be an absolute wild fight and who knows if one of them wins early and then someone pulls out injured they could jump in there as well it'd be interesting to see it would be interesting to see yeah so um, so who's going to be the champ come to the end of the year Tyron Woodley 
Who you saying? <laughs> I just I just really like to see Darren Till. I don't want to see it. Like I mean, I like Wonder Boy, but I'd like to see Darren Till fight for the title against uh, Woodley by the end of the year, just to yeah. see what happens because it's gonna be a huge height difference. Mm. So just out of curiosity, because if Woodley wins that, I think he has to become like he's definitely one of the greatest ever. I also want to see Covington fight all the welterweights. Yeah, I, just I want, want to see him fight everyone. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're saying Woodley, and then what about yeah. the lightweight division? Who's going to be the champion at the end of the year? I think Khabib's going to be walking around with the belt. So do I. Although I feel like Khabib's going to have the belt and then like miss weight or something for a title defense. <sighs> yeah, for the crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens if it's against McGregor? I, I'm not even I don't know like, yeah, no, I just yeah. don't know I don't think anyone knows yeah um, well that's what it covers the lightweight division situation and the welterweight situation yeah. let us know what you think as well yeah because uh, we didn't have any clarity really to finish yeah. off it uh, it's just it's just funny how much you can go over this stuff it's just interesting. yeah you be like calling fighters all day long yeah but we probably name some fighters now as well people are going to keep their eyes out for yeah. as well yeah and then obviously next week's show is going to be the UFC 223 pre-fight uh, podcast so we'll make sure to check that out um, also it was announced that Bama is going to be coming back to Dublin yeah um, I don't think there was any like major fights announced um, Eon Pescu was actually announced to fight uh, Lahore the French fella who beat Richard uh, Coyley Bama Dublin last time out yeah. but then it was also announced that Eon Pescu was going to fight in Bellator so either Eon Pescu is doing all the fights or he's doing the Bellator fight so I don't know what story with that is. Yeah. Um, also, last weekend, Mikey Conlon won again. So in the second round, was it? Yeah. So it was it, it, that's five out of five in, yeah. in the space of a year. Yeah. So fair play to Mike Conlon. And he announced that he's going to be fighting on the Lomachenko card next to the knee. Yeah. Which is going to be a huge night because it's like mm. UFC Brazil, U, uh, Bellator 199, uh, Bama, same night mm. Bama's on, and Mikey Conlon and Lomachenko are both fighting on that card as well. Yeah. And in fairness, I actually hear a lot of people say, that Irish guy. Now, I know they're talking about Conlon, but like a lot of the boxing like, world are actually talking about Conlon. Not so much by name, but they're saying that Irish guy on the prelims looks good. You know what I mean? He's clean house. They're, yeah, but like they're saying like very good technique, like does all the right things. He does do all the right things. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, in April, Katie Taylor's back on the 28th. She's, she's fighting at the same night Bellator 198 is on as well. Yeah. And then, this weekend, there's the big showdown in the heavyweight, it's the first of the, well, no, sorry, the second of the massive heavyweight showdowns as of late. Yeah. Um, Auntie Joshua is fighting um, Joseph Parker. Uh, what's, what's your take for this one, Barry? Um, you see, over the last couple of weeks, from watching Wilder beat Ortiz and then knowing that Joshua was coming up against Parker to unify belts here, and then knowing that Tyson Fury is in the background, losing weight, getting stronger, he was also sparring your man who got knocked out by Dylan White over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, uh, Lucas Brown. Lucas Brown, yeah. Um, Tyson Fury's just like looking over these like, and then letting these all knock each other out and then he wants to just jump in the deep end. I suppose he's, he's a fight lined up now but it hasn't been agreed yet just as a warm-up fight. But um, the thing's about Anthony Joshua, right? He's really nice and he has everything sorted. Like he, he didn't grow up doing boxing. He sort of got into boxing late so he just knows all the fundamentals and like the basics, right? And he's not, he's not really flashy or anything and he has like a, like he, he, he has the heart of a champion, obviously beating yeah. Klitschko. But like, when you look at Wilder, Wilder is just like, a, like a different, total different type of fighter, just like fucking, Wild. Wild, yeah, it's, it's so fitting of a name. 
And then, like, you have Tyson Fury, who's massive, so light in his feet for being so big, and he has, like, his jab is so long, and he's... You can tell that he grew up fighting since day one, almost, yeah. which is, like, such a gypsy thing that they've always started fighting each other. That's how they settle their scores. I think I think Anthony Joshua's going to win this one. Everything's stacked towards him. Like, he's the headliner. He's done the big fights. He's already beaten Klitschko, and, like, Parker is definitely a lesser name than Klitschko. Uh, so I think Joshua's going to win this fight the question is is Tyson Fury going to be in the crowd is Wilder going to be in the crowd so Barry just for me before before I say anything rank me your five top heavyweight boxes at the moment five? yeah you see I think I think Fury actually beats them all um, but it's, hard, it's very hard to rank them one right now oh no that's me. the thing yeah. that's the thing so rank them in order of how you have them right now if they were all to get them off the couch today and fight how would you have them you see I can't, I can't like I can give you an answer but like until I see how well Andrew Joshua does this weekend um, I'm just going to have to go you see I, I thought Wilder was definitely number one but he yeah. wasn't as impressive as I thought he was going to be so therefore he goes down a bit so like Joshua is going to yeah. be number one Wilder then I know Fury's been out but like Ortiz probably number three and then I wouldn't really know that much about Parker so he'd be four and then Fury Fury has to be in that top five because I think he can beat them all mm. but like you never know what's going on in his mind and yeah for, for me if I was ranking I'd go uh, Joshua in a one uh, just because you beat Klitschko and like that's a far more yeah. convincing win for me than anything uh, Wilder's done yeah. uh, then I have Wilder in it too because like him beating Ortiz like Ortiz as much as like People didn't know too much about him. Like he's a very tough customer. Then for three, I just have Fury. Um, I just think he's an absolute phenomenal fighter. And then four, I'd have Parker. And then at five, I'd actually have Dillian White. I think Dillian White should almost fight Ortiz next, just to you know, yeah, get himself in there because he's calling out um Deontay Wilder. And if it's not going to be the Wilder, uh, Joshua fight next, which it probably should be, I'm down for that. Or even if it was. Fury versus White on the same card as um, Anthony Joshua versus Walter. I'll be, right. I'll be up for seeing that. So, like, in an ideal world, you want to see Anthony Joshua win and then take on Wilder next? Yeah, and then Fury fight Dillian White. That's why I And I'd then see. what? The winner of Fury and Dillian White fights the winner of Joshua Walder. Which hopefully would be Fury against... Yeah. I don't care who Fury fights. No, no fury, no fury it, against it, the winner of yeah, Joshua and Wilder. Yeah, I don't care who wins that one. But like, who, who do you think will win that? I'm gonna say Joshua just because I think he's more technically sound. Yeah, and I feel like Wilder will have to put himself in a bit more check against Joshua than he did against Ortiz. Yeah, I thought Wilder was going to be unstoppable, but after that last performance, he was sort of losing the fight, and then yeah. he came back and won. So, yeah. it's, whereas I thought he was going to be the most ultimate savage. Yeah, I thought he was going in there and like absolutely stubborn him. Yeah. Just to burn him. Yes, if he gets to burn. Yeah. But look, heavyweight boxing is incredible at the moment. And I was like, I can't remember the last time I was like, oh, I have to make sure I watch the boxing. You know what I mean? And like, now I'm like, make sure I watch the boxing. Yeah. And also you have like David Hayes coming back and he's fighting Bellio as well. And like, they're two very, very small heavyweights. But if one of them wanted to get in the ring against any. In fact, I'd be interested to see the winner of that fight, Hey Bellio, fight Parker next. Just because like, Parker doesn't seem like the biggest heavyweight. No, I oh, know it's getting deadly. Even yeah. like Lomachenko coming in and like just doing his bleed matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, boxing is very hot right now. Yeah, so it should be a good weekend. Uh, uh, Anthony Joshua. If if all goes to plan, 
like in an ideal world, I want to see Anthony Joshua versus uh, Deontay Waller because that would just be that would be brilliant. Even yeah. the, the don't you worry, the boxing they get two lads sitting across from each other. And yeah, yeah, the gloves are off. Gloves are off. And the question is, do you think Deontay Waller is going to be in the crowd and come in after the fight if it goes to plan and Anthony yeah. Joshua wins? Yeah, yeah. If just say for instance Parker wins, who does he fight next? Does he fight Waller? Yeah, I think like, so. Yeah. I'm not really so old on that fight, to be honest. Like, I, know, I know, yeah, but... Oh, you know what? I'd actually think I'd rather say Dillian White fight uh, Parker. Yeah, but it could Park, be a rematch, though. Yeah, but would Parker not have all the belts then? So he'd probably yeah. almost have to fight. Walter. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. For all, the, for, for all the marbles. For all the marbles, yeah. So, any uh, final thoughts, Barry? I don't know. I'm happy to be back talking about MMA. You yeah. Know I mean? um, obviously, if you if you checked us out, make sure to give us a like and... Um, Tell give us out. a little heart on um, SoundCloud. Give us um, a shout out to a mate. Give us five stars on uh, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. We like we appreciate the iTunes um, love. Yeah. Any, any other than that? We're back. We'll be back again next week. Have a good week. Yeah. So, guys, keep the hands up. Keep swinging. And as always, stay energized.